It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's For Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I'm good. I just realised there. I think we give the real news a bad rap. Mm. Because... We're actually afraid to talk about things. <laughs> I don't know stuff. I can't read. So I don't yeah, want exactly. to tackle anything. I can't out myself as an idiot any more than I already have. Mm-hmm. So Weird News is the perfect line to walk because essentially I'm like punching downwards. It's always fun to punch down. That's where comedy comes from. We all know that. <laughs> Laugh at those lesser than yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so this is weird news show. What do we do here, other than punch you down? Have, other than punch down? Well, not much, I'll be honest. Not much, actually. That's kind of the gist. To facilitate the punching down, you have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me. A man who, as we've just established, um, seeks to better himself by looking at others. This is getting weird. This is a weird... <laughs> oh, it's too self-aware now. Uh, Florida man. Ha 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 ha. I, for anyone who doesn't know, I have I'm looking at Sean right now over video, and his eyes were like <laughs> scared. That, like his his greatest secret had been found out. Just say like, yeah, in case in case anyone didn't already know, I'm self conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, we're gonna okay. I'm gonna move into our first story because I'm worried that you're gonna have like an existential crisis, and we're gonna have to stop the show. I mean, what is joy, anyway? Like, joy is... Wasn't that that movie with Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, it's Hunger Games? <laughs> no, she was in a movie called Joy. Was she? I yeah. thought she was... A, I know I'm thinking of her, which is Scarlett Johansson, and a yeah. different movie altogether. Three letters, though. This is in Movie Monday. <laughs> By the way, you said three letters. Eyebrows shut up like you had shared the smartest piece of information you had. 
<laughs> like I had just cracked fucking the, the Enigma code. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we are starting this week with a good old piece of shithousery mixed with just some good, light-hearted, silly fun. And it's not normally we get to start with this, but you've probably heard this story during the week. But I have the we're opening this week with the fact that dozens of men were called to a certain battle during the week, and that battle was the Josh battle. And find Josh Prime. This was never going to bypass us here for weird news. We were always going to come to this first because I read that headline. I thought. That's our number one news story of the week. <laughs> um, so I have dozens of men are called to the Josh battle in a field to determine the one true Josh. Sean, what do you Beautiful. know of this story so far? Wasn't there... It originates from like a JPEG I've seen on Reddit, which is someone added jo- all, a bunch of Joshes with the same name all to the same Facebook group. Mm. and opened the conversation with I bet you're wondering why I gathered you all here (laughs) (laughs) followed by a list of demands (laughs) and this was last year and it was started by a guy called Josh Swain on Facebook and he basically as you said he added a bunch of people into the group I was just like this day next year you have a year to train um, you're probably wondering why I've, I've got you all here, but precisely at the t- on the 24th of April, 2021, at 12pm, we will meet at these coordinates, and then we fight. Whoever wins gets to keep the name. Everyone else <laughs> has to change their name. You have a year to prepare. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a dumb, amazing idea. <laughs> it's so dumb that it's just a funny tweet. But then the fact a year later he was like, well, fuck it, we may organise it now. This is like 2021's version of the Area 51 raid. <laughs> yeah. Which is something that by all accounts should not have gone ahead. But it happened anyway. And it's beautiful. After setting up the humorous chat, Josh forgot about it until a screenshot of their conversation resurfaced on social media. Realising his plan would actually have to go ahead now, he changed (laughs) the coordinates of the event after choosing the original ones at random, only to discover it was in the middle of a private farm. The battle was opened up to anyone with the name Josh. Not just Josh Twain, but anyone. And kicked off at Air Park Green on April 24th. Um, so on April 24th, they all just turned up and went to battle, Sean. And the roster's been expanded. It's not It's not just Josh... This is hard for me to yeah, say. Josh. Josh Swain. Josh Swain. Say that Josh three times. Swain. Say Josh Swain versus Josh Swain. <laughs> Josh? Now it's just Josh on Josh action. Jo- jo- no, not Josh. Josh Whedon isn't here. Josh. Jo- Josh. <laughs> uh, and I, I, this is, it's actually amazing how many people showed up. Showed up. Like mm. there's videos of this. The, and it the is words they use here amount. is an army of men. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> An army of men bearing the name Josh entered into battle to decide the rightful owner of the name. Reminiscent of the scenes from Star Wars, dozens of Joshes swapped lightsabers for pool noodles and fought to the death to determine the one true Josh. As, I, I like that they used pool noodles and things like that. Wouldn't, and look, we wouldn't report on it if this was the case, but wouldn't it be mad 
if they actually had proper swords. Like, you think Hunger Games style? I'm thinking let them fight. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they all turn up in a field and there's a bunch of weapons in the middle of the field. And then yeah. you hear a countdown and now you're like, okay, nobody leaves until one of us leaves. <laughs> yeah, 400 men enter, one man leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like kissing their families goodbye as they're leaving <laughs> it's something I've got to do Ma <laughs> just don't and stop thing, me we've established on this show before stay away from the man who chooses a grenade as his primary weapon he's too wild card you can't have that he's too wild card because he's, he's willing to put it all into one <laughs> throw <laughs> And I don't want to fuck with that. The guy with nunchucks as well, stay away from him. Cause yeah, because it know- implies he knows how to use them. Anyone who turns up knowing how to use nunchucks immediately goes to the top of the queue of killers. So that's just in the bag. Um, I would go for the guy who picks up maybe a sword. Because the sword looks cool, but normally they wouldn't know how to use it. Exactly, yeah. I think I think they'd be at a disadvantage with their weapon. I don't think no guns in this fight. That's a that's a decided on fact. I mean, that's just no crack. Also, the lad who picks up like the mace, uh, I'm not sure how to feel about him because it's neither as terrifying as the nunchucks, nor as hard to wield as a sword. I think. Mm. I, f- I feel like a mace you can just fucking swing it and you'll do pretty well. You just yourself. swing around your head and hope for the best. Oh, for the best, and then slowly lower it onto your own head. And then... <laughs> and then you stop lowering it as you are dead. As you are dead, and now someone else is the main Josh. Now, Spider-Man, Luke Skywalker, and Chewbacca all appear to feature in the mass <laughs> Josh brawl, where one five-year-old came out victorious, Sean. So, what happened was there was a mass brawl. We had to have a winner. And the grand yeah. champion was a young child by the name of... Oh. Yusuf. <laughs> what? Is it actually? Yes. <laughs> Lads. Oh, actually, that's like... They, they realise, after all the bloodshed, <laughs> there can be no heap. great Josh. <laughs> He's like, Yusuf is on top of all the bodies, just being like, what horror has man wrought? No, he's in the middle, like Thanos, just wiping them out, and they're all hitting each other, and then everyone stops, they're like, Josh's, he's taking us out, he's the strongest one! He's perfectly coordinated his swings, so that when someone, like, falls over, the body, like, ends up creating a channel... So the people have to approach him from only one angle. Yeah, that's what he's done. And he's also called Yusuf, so he's just in the middle of the Josh fight, and he's five years old. And you're not going to take out the five-year-old, really, That's the difference. That's the difficulty. You have to fight the five-year-old. So um, Yusuf Nassar was met with hundreds of cheers from the crowd when he won the siege at the field. One man chanted, He's five, everyone, before the youngster was enthroned with a Burger King paper crown and a a WWE title belt and lifted lifted it into the air by the crowd. Amazing. I, I know, but I will say... I don't know if the crowd knew he wasn't a Josh. Yeah, you're like, Would Josh, Josh, way? Josh, and he's just keeping a low-key, like, identity. Yeah, oh, like, how do you approach this as a kid? Like, that kid is eventually going to turn, like, 18, mm. and he might have a foggy memory of this. Still going to have but the crown you- on, the belt around his waist. 
He's gone mad with power. Yeah, yeah he's he's become the leader. Um, but he, but he just looks himself in the mirror every morning, and he knows he's living a lie because he's not Josh. <laughs> I and think he has to has come to terms with that. Is one of the Joshes has brought their son, <laughs> and he's just like you. You stick to the side. Well, Daddy's gonna go win this fight, and then during the fight, the father took a fall, and Yusuf decided he was coming into a, like in a Mulan situation. The father was no longer able to compete, and so Yusuf took his place. I see. I, oh, the fa- <clears throat> the father. Yeah, like last year when this fight was organised, the dad was in great shape. He was training. Yeah. Then, over the course of a lockdown, oh, he's become weak and frail. He holds mm-hmm. the pool noodle and his arm is fucking shaking. <laughs> and then he's the son looks at him sadly from the doorway. He's five. <laughs> he's five and he's like, I will protect China. Because uh, he's, ju- he's just seen Mulan on Disney Plus, Connor. Yeah. And he's like, Eddie Murphy, you're coming with me. <laughs> We're going to win this fight. And then he rocks up and then he has a fake ID that he paid the mob for. Yeah. And yeah. the guys are just looking at it like, are you really 21? And <laughs> Yusuf is just like, shut up. And then the, the <laughs> He's like, I'm hardly in. three kids in a trench coat, am I? And they all have a laugh. No, seriously, <laughs> no, why are you three foot tall though? Ah, you you know us Josh's. And then they're like, ah, that's fucking true. (laughs) Fuck, he's got us. We do know us Josh's. That's the one thing we know. And then he takes uh, the serum that Wolverine took at the end of Mm. Logan. Yeah, uh, and just powers up. Just be smart. Fans took to Twitter to celebrate Yusuf's coronation, with even Burger King commenting on the Young Warriors' victory, hailing him as a true king. So he's been called a true king by even the royalest of kings. That's true, the Burger King himself. The Yusuf the Young Warrior sounds fucking amazing as a title. Like, that is a son of a king, great fighter title that they would have had in the Middle Ages. One person said, people are awesome. And I think this is a very wholesome... There's two different tweets I had here. And one of them um, is really wholesome. And then the other one shows the power of Twitter that is just very funny. Because I have... One person said, people are awesome. All these grown-ass adults showed up to just screw around. And they just noticed there was a kid there. So they decided to give the kid the best day of his little life. Aww. Right? Oh, great. Heartwarming. Where's this going? (laughs) To which one person responded, Oh no, he beat the shit out of them, I'd say. (laughs) He destroyed those grown men. Mentally, emotionally. Yeah, he was was like throughout the whole thing going, Hey Josh, your wife's cheating on you, Josh. Your wife's cheating. Oh, what's that? Oh, you have a boyfriend. He doesn't fucking like you, Josh. Oh, he's done like prep time. Like he he hasn't spent the year training. He spent the year gathering information about all of his opponents. Do you remember in fifth grade when you couldn't climb over that uh, tree and then your pants fell down? They were not laughing with you. They were laughing at you, Josh. They were laughing. Remembers, Josh. (laughs) I remember. I wasn't even born until 2016, but I remember. (laughs) The uh, like. This is was some, uh, it was a conversation I used to have with someone I used to work with that once every year, every adult should get together and just play a big game of hide and seek. Okay, wouldn't that just like relax everyone? It's like the purge for hide and seek. I, I feel like it's not a better game than hide and seek because tip the hide can. and seek. Tip, does tip the can translate internationally? <laughs> What's I, that it's called? very simple rules, 
but it's definitely not the international name for it. No, we, we call it tip-de-can, which is... Can you explain the rules of tip-de-can? Right, so there's a can or... <laughs> there's an- anything! Anything. It's usually a lamppost. It was a lamppost on my street. Um, and uh, yeah, someone, everyone, there's one person who's it and people are running around. If you catch... If, if you get caught by the person who's chasing, uh, you have to go to the lamppost or the can and keep your hand on it. Um, but if someone who isn't... If someone who's just running about tips the can, they free everyone and they can yeah. run about again. Yeah, so uh, what happens is so someone's on, you all go hide. The person leaves the can and say he turns to the left and you're standing there behind... The two of you get to sprint back to the can... And whoever gets there first, if he gets there first, you're caught. But if yeah. you get there first, then you're free and you get to go back out and hide again. So, but if there's been four or five people caught already, they get to sit out and you're like the fifth person, you're the last person. You make the sprint back, you get there first, you free everyone, everyone goes and hides again. It's Game a big massive circle. <laughs> it's great. It, it works best with, I, I don't know if it'll work with like 30 people because I think... <laughs> The odds are really against one person there. No, I think you'd have to start with three people holding the can. Oh, that's good. I like that. Mm. It's like it's kind of like a cops and robbers kind of thing. There's also, by the way, they set up a Josh versus Josh versus Josh dot com website that counted down the mid- minutes until the battle commenced. <laughs> Was Josh versus Josh taken? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck! Who's taking Josh versus Josh versus Josh dot com? Josh I'm assuming Josh the minutes Josh. are zero at the minute. It's zero at the minute, but it just, it just has the coordinates, a picture of some mountains, and the word soon. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the internet should be used. This is the best thing on the internet in a long time, man. I'm really happy this exists. Unfortunately, um, it has been copied because uh, another Facebook user named Matthew Fox has already proposed a battle of the maths in 2022. I, look, I don't think the second one would be as good. Like, the magic of this one is that it's fucking weird that this happened. Yeah. I don't think you can pick and shit. Like, I don't think you can do it again. I don't think you should do it again. Who do you think's the strongest name? Sean. No, definitely uh, Karen. not Sean. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> they all refuse to take part. A st- who's a strong name? <laughs> what I want, you know what I want? Go on. I want someone else who's called Dwayne Johnson to set up a Facebook group. <laughs> Dwayne, the Dwayne Johnson fight. And then the next day we have the Dave Batista fight. That's it. And then afterwards we have the mass Dwayne and Dave funeral. <laughs> And it's just the two of them like they just kept coming. We're too nice, but we told them to stop attacking us. But we can't if we lose, that's our Hollywood game over. <laughs> so Sean, we're gonna have to move on from the Josh fight, but that has taken place. It's a great day and everyone mark down this day in April that, that from now on this will be known as Josh Day. And the five year old will have to defend his crowd, I'm assuming, in twelve months. Oh, do you think there's like, he's like the reigning champion and now he has to defend that title? I think they'll start a pay-per-view business, yes. Okay, well, looking for, looking forward to the him versus McGregor fight that everyone <laughs> clamours for. <laughs> and we're moving on to an Italian man who, he found a job that really, 
you want to find a job that you feel like you're not working at all. You're getting paid to just do what you love. Because I have Italian man accused of skipping work for 15 years straight, John. What? Tell, Fight- tell me his secrets, Connor, but only so I know not to replicate them. I love business. Find a job that will forget that you're on the payroll and you'll never work a day in your life. Italian prosecutors say they've busted a man who ra- who raked in roughly €538,000 or nearly $650,000 over what? 15 years without ever showing up to his hospital job. He's had a good year of it, hasn't he? (laughs) Um, Police have dubbed Salvatore Scumace, 67, the king of absentees, for his allegedly rampant abuse of um, the public sector. Authorities say the man used threats to ensure that he would not be docked for missing work at the local hospital, and that he later fell off his employer's radar altogether while still collecting paychecks. So, wait, so at the start he was just like, look, I know I was out, but you're going to pay me anyway. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll I'll do plastic surgery on you and make you look like a butt. That kind of thing. Uh, But then they just forgot. And presumably, he's 67. Did he try and, like, cash in a pension or something? And that's how they caught him. I mean, I, I don't know how they actually caught him. The, the way it worked was, uh, his job on paper was as a safety officer at the hospital. The suspect faces charges of abuse of office, forgery and aggravated extortion in connection with the scheme. They've also been six other managers at the hospital are also under investigation for their alleged involvement in it. So there was six other managers helping him do this. Why, why is this, like, why would you put your neck out for someone like that? Is he just the best, like, friend ever? Is he just like, I, a bunch of It must be. So, it's, so it all started in 2005. <laughs> 2005. Wow. Imagine not working since 2005 and getting, I've done the maths, about 36 grand a year. He's getting, he's on 36 grand a year. Um, and he's just, but that's 36 grand profit. He's not spending any money on petrol getting to work. Not spending any time. He's just at home chilling. Just at home. He's doing whatever he wants. He's living the dream. Um, I'd already said the suspect's absentee abuse started in 2005 when a distinguished person, not named, allegedly threatened the hospital director and warned her not to file a disciplinary re- report against him. Police said the director complied and turned a blind eye to his absences and that the sub- suspect simply never showed up for work again while still being paid. He just peaced out of there. Like- <laughs> now the director eventually retired and her successor took over with no knowledge that there was a ghost on the payroll. <laughs> Human resources also did not notice. Because, yeah, because presumably... The payroll was just done. It's like, oh, everyone on this salary, send out the paycheck. Grand. Yeah. But, so there was a changeover in management and he literally just hid in the system for a decade. More than a decade and a half. Decade and a half. Presumably after like the first year, like the first two years of that happening, you're just convinced you've gotten away with it for life. Especially, like, after seven years, you're like, I am I am going to do this until I'm 107. 
Yeah, like this is this is the end goal. I'm done working. And he was technically retired at 50, 52. It's not a bad age. Not a bad age to retire. It's a good retirement a new plan. 40. Yeah, he retired at 52, but still getting paid from his full-time job. And probably still getting like benefits and shit like that as well. Yeah, and so the, it's not it's unclear when the scheme came to light, but the hospital launched um, the action against the man last year. So he was fired earlier last year and has now been arrested as part of the investigation. Um, investigators say the arrest came after they conducted extensive witness interviews and reviewed attendance logs at the hospital, which I'm assuming wouldn't take that long. Yeah, yeah. how long does it take to read a blank page? Unless, like... But the thing is, if he was ever sick or, like, injured, he'd have to go to a different hospital, right? <laughs> I work here. He's, like, at the desk, like, don't you even recognise me, Susan? My name's Margaret. I work here, Susan. Uh, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you every single person that worked on every single floor or I could in 2005 I'm a bit shaky now it's 2018 I don't really know who's here or I'm not a, I'm a very busy man Susan <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy being a safety officer are you safe right now Susan yeah no tanks needed you don't have to tank me I'm just doing my job it, okay so wait they found out about it last year yeah so presumably Something happened in the world that they needed to get an accurate look of all the medical staff in the hospital. Yes. Interesting. And it was essential and non-essential to be in the building. Yes. And so then they would have to contact those people to either maybe send them home or just they would be a lot more conscious of their payroll. Or of who's involved in the hospital on a day-to-day basis. Exactly. Maybe some things that hadn't been focused on in the past would now be looked at in a new light. Are we saying that I think the biggest, most damaging person that this pandemic has been for is this one man in Italy? <laughs> I just think it's mad that, like, the, the, the chain of dominoes that led to this man getting <laughs> he, fired is He ridiculous. would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those pesky covid <laughs> <laughs> like I, that that's amazing that that happened and that's something he <laughs> this, for him that's absolutely the worst thing to come out of covid <laughs> he's like oh for fuck's sake after losing my job because i come everyone's like looking at him like yeah but there's like so many people after being damned yeah but i i got caught on like they found me out I yeah I had a cushy ride for fifteen years and then I was found out for all the lies I told. I'm hard done by. <laughs> um, so there is an Italian man who got paid for fifteen years without turning up to his job, which I feel like if we could all do it, I wouldn't, Sean, and I know you wouldn't either. But some people all. out there, some people out there would, and I feel like I looked down upon them for that. Capitalism That's is the way forward. Oh, capitalism is the only way. <laughs> No. <laughs> I feel like Couldn't we're ma- we're characters in the Lego movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is Intruders Trespass at Indiana Denny's in use in, in nighttime. And they prepare eggs twice. Well, you need to get your... need to get it. Wait. Hang on. I was about to finish a, a, what was bound to be a not funny joke. But... Right. When you say they prepare eggs, yeah, how many eggs do they prepare per session? 
The intruders entered the closed institution at 2am on Wednesday, earlier um, than transferring straight to the kitchen to organise themselves some eggs. So they broke it at 2, they immediately went into the kitchen to organise themselves some eggs. In accordance right. with the, the the police report, the suspects then left the restaurant earlier than ret- uh, simply returning earlier than 3am, at which level they made extra eggs. So, what's happened is, they came in at 2am, made some eggs. They left. left. Then turned around at three a.m. Broke back into the same Denny's to make some extra eggs. So they must have had the conversation when they finished those eggs. God, I'd love some more eggs. <laughs> I'm absolutely dying for more eggs. <laughs> what? Why is breaking into a Denny's the easiest way for two adults to prepare eggs? Because surely they could just. Go to a house and buy eggs. And go to a store, buy eggs, and then go home and make the eggs. You'd have like six of them. You could even have 12 of them all at once. Oh, I've had I've had a carton of 18 eggs in the house before. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Look, affluent sow is. Well done. Yeah, and let me just describe the layout of that egg carton to you. Go on. Because you in. might think six by three. Yeah, no, no, no. that's what I was thinking. One by 18. That's absolutely ridiculous. There's no way it was one by eighteen. <laughs> it's absolutely not true, but wouldn't that be gas? <laughs> You're carrying it over your shoulder into the kitchen. <laughs> I'm there sawing it in half before I can use it. <laughs> you like turn too fast, it slams into one side of the door. Oh for fuck's sake. Oh Jesus. Me and my brother are like carrying it across the road and there's all these speeding cars going by. <laughs> Whoa! Oh no! Go under! Go under! A skateboarder comes and jumps it. <laughs> so they broke in at 2am and they didn't steal any money from the register. They stole nothing. What they did was they cooked some eggs. Then they left at about half two and came back at 3am to make extra eggs. Nobody knows why and nobody knows how. But they just, what happened was, why they got caught was that a Denny's employee arrived early for their, for their shift at six o'clock in the morning and they were still there. And then they quickly left the restaurant. So from three to six, they were making eggs. Yeah, just cooking eggs. How many eggs could you make in those three hours? I mean, eggs will cook pretty fast once you... Yeah, that's a quick turnaround. That's a quick turnaround. Now, okay, so maybe, okay, so between two and three, right, they realised they didn't make enough eggs. They never wanted to go through that experience again. (laughs) Made too much. Made too much. So now they have a basket and they're taking all the eggs and just Mm. putting it into that basket. But they know the whole thing about if you drop that basket, all your eggs are going to break. So they're going to cook every egg in the Denny's before leaving. That way right. you can't break them. Would you My make question, them? Would you, go on. I was going to say, how how did they prepare the eggs? That's a, I was going to ask you, uh, what what was the percentage level of each making of each egg? Oh. I mean, so you've got, you've got scrambled, you've got boiled, maybe an omelette on the side, maybe not fried. I don't, I we don't, don't think know. these men are making an omelette. No, I think, I think they're basic going just for the egg. Just for the egg, in so I think, I look. I think the first few, the first maybe six eggs are fried. Okay. Big grill and Denny's. I can only assume they're doing them all there. Big like slab top, yeah. And they think they're class. They have six eggs on the go. They're flipping them. Then they realise, oh, there's a lot of minding on these eggs. Mm. What do you do? What's the easiest solution anytime you're sick of cooking eggs? Scramble them. Sc- <laughs> 
and make them the fucking letteriest, shittest bit of scrambled egg ever. It'll be grand. Don't worry It'll about it. It'll be grand. And we, look, we've we've described our egg making process on the show before. Uh, we, um, we don't need to go into it again. Uh, look, all I'm saying is scrambled egg. What you want to do? Take it out before it's cooked. Take it out. Yeah. 20 seconds before it's done, it'll cook on its own. That's that Gordon Ramsay taught me. That's all. That's what you need also, and we we thought about this, salt as you cook your eggs. Not Absolutely after. not. Salt no. after is the only way to do it. Salt during, bit of salty butter as well. I really like salt. <laughs> I don't think you even want the eggs. You just want salt. Do you know I once ate so many salt and vinegar Pringles that I gave myself a chemical burn on the roof of my mouth? There's absolutely no way I don't believe that because it's you, yes. <laughs> They're good Pringles, man. <laughs> How many bags did you have to eat? I think it was like one and a half. That's... <laughs> That's not a good story. Like, if you were like, oh, I had seven bags and I got, like, mouthburn. Fuck, this guy's hardcore. You had one and a half bags of salt and vinegar. very vinegary. Yeah, They're not bad. No, they're too, How sensitive is your mouth? The the famous Conor Lawler pickup line. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think it's not my mouth. I think it's the sheer amount of vinegar that I put into my mouth at one time destroyed me. Were you putting vinegar, more vinegar on top of them as you were eating them? No, but I have done that. If you do that with uh, ready salted crisps, it kind of tastes like salt and vinegar. Well, of course it does. You've put a fucking shitload of vinegar on it. Yeah, and just get a straw when you're your, done. Your eating habits always seem me. To be fair, I was like 17 when that happened. I could eat what I want. <laughs> it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Before the um, show. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of um, I just want to ask you why did they break in and why did they not take any money is my question uh, I think they were very single mindedly about eggs which they just wanted eggs that, yeah I think these men were very hungover and very hungry okay. not hungover drunk drunk not hungover Bef- yet soon to be hungover yes Try, trying um, to fight off the hangover with some eggs <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're moving on to a Japanese man who he's mad about love shot he oh. he's just he's so lovable and he just wants to be with people or person or a certain person that sometimes he can take it too far you know what I mean and I have Japanese man arrested for dating 35 women at once <laughs> by god <laughs> Can, is that an arrestable offence? Um, a serial dater has been arrested in Japan for defrauding 35 women at the same time as and receiving gifts and cards from all of them. As he was dating 35 women and told all of them it was his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, oh, okay, look. Bad dude. Hilarious story. Yeah. How do you have the, t- the time? I can't... I can't, like casually speak to 35 people over the course of a week yeah how is that's, this man that's um that's five a day or seven in the working week a day uh, oh yeah oh the week i'm not talking to anyone on weekends <laughs> i'm not relationshiping on the weekend Absolutely. that's for time with the boys <laughs> time with the lads <laughs> uh like i just think 35 courtings going on all at the same time <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think, like, 
when you get to the point where you're dating more than even like two sometimes you look at someone like cheating and you're kind of like how do you have the time or like one of those people's like oh I have a whole family and like three yeah. kids I'm like how are you splitting time surely one person is enough to fill a week but just, just, you should just go into event management and be done with it <laughs> yeah. You'd be absolutely ace. <laughs> Wedding planning. You'd be absolutely unreal at it. Um, I mean, you'd be unreal at a certain part of it. The other yeah, the, side the of next wedding, bit, not, not so not great. <laughs> no, um, so Mia Agua was arrested in Osaka after multiple victims came forward, such as a 40-year-old woman who he told his, his birthday was in July and he was going to be 35 years old. Um, however, however, his birthday was in April and he's actually 39. Another victim claims that she defrauded him out of 100,000 yen, which is nearly $900. Um, A total of 35 victims have been identified, with possibly more coming forward within the coming weeks. Jesus. He swindled the women out of various amounts of money, clothing, and other types of gifts at the same time. This is... This is like... Like a God-level scumbag right here. Mm. Like this is like this, Sims, but you go bad. Yeah, it's like it's absolute sociopath behavior. <laughs> the thirty-nine-year-old met his victims while working for a multi-level marketing company. Jesus, selling oh, hydrogen water shower heads. He oh, would tell me more. <laughs> he would, do I have to buy in? Can I tell friends? He would then strike up a romantic relationship with one of them under the assumption marriage was on the cards. However, as hi- this is my favourite line in the article, by the way. He's doing, remember, hydrogen water shower heads. So, mm. they've already told us his job. So now they need to figure out a way to link it back to the story. So, Sean, yes. is this the most ham-fisted inclusion of anything ever? Because here we go. However, as hydrogen molecules dissolve in water, so did his web of lies. <laughs> oh! Oh, beautiful. <laughs> was this reporter like a science major at some point that was just trying to like be like, no, guys, I know this. I think if if 12-year-old me wrote that as like a poem, my mom would still be like, that's not great. <laughs> You'd probably take that back. Yeah, that's like... It's... as What? As hydrogen molecules dissolve in water. As hydrogen molecules dissolve in water, so did his web of lies. Okay, I don't think webs dissolve. <laughs> but They're his solid. lies did. Yeah, but you're like the the but lies don't dissolve either. They do. If you if if I put a bunch of lies and wrote yeah. lies on a piece of paper and threw it into some water, that's dissolving. I'm not. Mm. I know because it wouldn't dissolve. Oh, it wouldn't actually. What if I put bleach in? What if I set fire to it? I just need somehow to get rid of it. I, uh, How do you, I get rid of a body? If uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> just drop that in. <laughs> just hypothetically, like I'm not saying. Just that. hypothetically, if I had a body, like how would I get rid of it, Sean? I just, uh, I, I don't know. Hydrochloric acid, hydrogen. 
dissolved. I, okay, good. Like lies. The woman he fooled eventually... The women he fooled, I should say, eventually formed their own victims' association and reported wow. him to the police. He had enough women on the go that they formed an association. He's like on an equivalent level as alcoholism. Someone commented, by the way, multiple commenters uh, came under, but the main one was, can you imagine the logistical challenges of dating 35 women at the same time? I'm not condoning what he did, but I'm curious how he managed to pull this off until he didn't. Yeah, I want, like, a behind-the-murderer kind of look at this dude, where, like, show, like the fucking spreadsheets he must have, have had to organise, like, because... Surely it was mostly over like digital that there wasn't a lot of meeting up in person because you would definitely call someone the wrong name if there's 35 to pick from. I call people that I know for like 20 years the wrong name. Like, like I sometimes you're looking at your friend and you might accidentally call them somebody else's name. If you're like dating someone for a week and you're already dating 34 other people, it's going to be very difficult to know names. At what point is there, like, diminishing returns where, like, yeah, you're putting in all the effort of a relationship, but, the like, you're not getting any more back, and so you need to add a, a 36th person <laughs> into the mix? Do you think he got the 31? He was like, four more. I need four more to round I, this off. That's, okay, she'll get me the speakers, and she'll get me the television. <laughs> He's renovating the home. That's what he's, he's doing. doing up the kitchen. Yeah, he's like, I know we've been dating a week, um, and I feel like we've grown quite close at that time. And I'd really like a Bluetooth speaker for the sitting room, if that's okay with you. Yeah, and pr- preferably one that I can connect to the entertainment system. Uh, yeah. I pick this one out. I've circled it on the catalogue here. Yeah, I'll just send the I'll send the catalog catalogue over to you. You just have a look and order it for me because I actually have to go. Um, I have prior business today, you know how it is. And, oh, I can't tell you. What if he's, like, real coy about it and they're just like, oh, where, where are you going? And he's just like, oh, uh-huh. oh, no, wink. And they're just like, oh, Wouldn't he's you like to know? Nice. Would you know a joint wink? Ah, that would be telling. Oh, come on now. Come on now. You know I don't be telling on a first date where I do be going. I have another first date just across the road. Sorry. I fucked it. He, oh, he must be a master at, like booking restaurants near each other he's mrs doubtfire at all these dates like he's turning up two dates at once three dates at once he's going to the bathroom flinging between tables he's wearing half a tuxedo at the end of it yeah yeah like he's swapping hats swapping (laughs) full outfits like he has tearaway suits underneath each one he's got a mission impossible mask with like a different face yeah, he's, he's fully like, he came wearing three suits, went to the first date for an hour, tore off one suit, the second date comes in, he wear, sits down, has another meal, tears off the third one, has the third meal. He's bankrupt, surely. That's why he needs these people to buy all these pieces of furniture he, for him. All his money is going into Velcro, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like sorted himself. He just <laughs> must not sleep. Yeah, because even like all that preparation has to take time, but then the event itself takes time, and then you need eight hours to sleep. He must have a. Does he have a job? How is he He, such a bachelor? Like, (laughs) but like with no money, but instantly attractive to all women. Again, just so I know not what not to do. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just tell me how to be irresistible. Give me your... Is it the showerette? Is that what I need? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's the hydrogen talk. Oh, if, if I just had some hydrogen, my life would be so. You need some hydrogen facts. And you, you turn up and start ratting off some hydrogen facts. You will find a wife. Uh, do you think... I, okay. Okay, so if I Google hydrogen facts, okay, you yeah. tell me whether or not this would work are on we, Are we like relationship experts here now? We're letting all the single men now, or single ladies, anyone. If you're looking to attract someone, you need to use some hydrogen facts. It's the only way people will listen. That's true. Okay, so here we go. Um, about 10% of the weight in living organisms is hydrogen. Can I have your hand in marriage? That is an example of what you will expect. <laughs> That's what happens. Uh, liquid hydrogen has the lowest density of any liquid. I'm free at eight. <laughs> uh, hydrogen is the only atom for which the Schrodinger equation has an exact solution. I'm neither in nor out. That's a, oh, that's a Schrodinger thing. That's a, that's a sh- <laughs> I don't know if that's funny or not. <laughs> I mixed it up. <laughs> the um, the Hindenburg killed this many people. <laughs> Technically a hydrogen fact. To be fair, if you turn up with Hindenburg facts, they're already on your side. I, I don't know any first date where you haven't opened with, do you know about the Hindenburg disaster? And they haven't taught, this is marriage material. <laughs> just if you go real hard on the Hindenburg look the success rate might not be great mm. but it's going to be like 50-50 surely <laughs> like, it's going to be like Schrodinger surely uh, very true yeah if you like are on a date and you just put each other in a box and don't look at each other or talk to each other it's simultaneous you're simultaneously married and not married <laughs> we don't need to have our own dating app I don't think no, oh, we'll call it The Box. Nah, it's a bad name. <laughs> the Box. <laughs> um, so, we're going to have to move on, Sean. Now, this next story is not a big story, right? But right. it is a video, and that is hard to pull off on an audio platform. So, I'm going to need everybody listening to this, that oh. no matter where you are, I need you to watch this video, because the story is the video. Man jumps feet first into moving car to stop dangerous driver in Albania. Car to stop. So man jumps feet first into moving car to stop dangerous driver in Albania. It's from this week. It's a video. I would like you to watch the video and then I want to see your reaction upon seeing the big moment in the video. Okay, here we go. I found it. It's on theguardian.com. It's about 40 seconds long or so. Well, 55, but whatever. Okay, sorry. <laughs> what? Okay, hang on. Okay, so at the minute there's just a... Bu- it's a car... Being stolen. Going, being stolen, yeah. And doors open. There's a bunch of people chasing it. Um, the how car are they going to stop it? How are they going to stop it? Oh, what's this man? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he just limps in through the side window. <laughs> <laughs> fucking so oh there's another angle sorry yeah wait for the other angle wait for the other angle and he's going and he's going <laughs> <laughs> why is that that man's first move <laughs> I feel like that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life he he saw the situation and immediately assessed it like Terminator vision and he thought yeah. this is the way to get into that car 
I can make a 70 yard dash, leap into the air, drop kick in through a window and knock the guy out before he can cause any more damage. It's... His... I look, I look, I look. It, it's, it's a very, as you say, it's, it's very simple, but it raises more questions than it answers. <laughs> yes. Who is this man? What has he done before this? And how did he perfectly do that? <laughs> so onlookers in the square, which is also one of the main sites um, in the city, tried to stop the car by grabbing the driver through the open door. But when the, dar- when the door slammed shut as it spun around, at the last second, when it looked like all hope was lost, a man leaped from the crowd, feet first, through the driver's side window to knock the driver out and bring the car to a stop. <laughs> Jesus. Apparently, uh, the man said he did it so no kids got hurt, as the area is a popular spot for kids and tourists. He's an absolute hero. This is Batman in Albania. Like, that's it. Like, this man now has a... What if he is... What if there's, like, some secret vigilante in Albania, and he's just, like, out with himself? As, like... he's, He's in the middle of his arc where, like, he's been out with the game for five years... Yeah, um, and all of a sudden he sees crime, and he just he has to do something. Yeah, and he, but he's still fit; like he's been keeping in shape, but he's just not full superhuman level. Yeah, he's not like super soldier, but he's like he's 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 pretty much like Olympian level. <laughs> now the background to this story is even more fascinating when you find out that the driver had actually crashed three other cars in other parts of the city in the previous few days. And so the driver is under the influence of drugs and he turns up because there's um, something to do with the government is going on. There's the country's general election was going on and that's why all the cameras were outside and so all the people are out there because it's the general election just right. voting and this madman turns up in a car and is just driving around the square looking causing harm being dangerous so one hero steps up and says no fuck you and waits until the very perfect second that the man stops the car for maybe I would say two seconds before he pulls away again at a pace. Yeah, it looks and like he's getting ready to out. scream off. That yeah. is, oh, it's so it's really satisfying to watch. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because it's absolutely like someone getting comeuppance, which I love. I do feel bad because um, there, like there's so many cameramen all around that like. If this man wanted any anonymity, the dude who kicked him, it's not happening now. <laughs> no, he's a hero now. His, his, as you said, his alter ego is ruined. Yeah, and it he sprints and jumps is what I can't get over. I don't think I'll ever... Nobody in the, in, who's listening to this, unfortunately, will, will ever be as cool as this one man was in the ten seconds after this moment when he stood up and the man was knocked out and he just looked at everyone and said, everyone go home, <laughs> the danger's <laughs> over. He looked and said, turn the cameras off. <laughs> <laughs> and no, he started winding up his legs again. The cameraman was like, turn them off, turn them off. <laughs> He's <Henry> mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, That's amazing. Okay, I just wanted to show you what was going on in Albania because that is batshit insane but also hard to describe unless you actually see the video because it's just legendary movements going on over there. Um, we are moving to Florida, Sean, where we are finishing off with two separate stories. One about right. love, the other one not about love. 
Um, we're starting oh. with Florida couple planned whole ass wedding at mansion. They didn't own and had no permission to use. But uh, plan for the wedding reception you want is what they say. <laughs> A couple planned their whole wedding at someone else's mansion without ever talking to the owner. They literally sent out elaborate invitations to a house they didn't own and didn't have permission to use, only for everyone to be told to get the hell out of here after they arrived. They all rocked up ready for a wedding. (laughs) Courtney Wilson and Shanita Jones invited family and friends to their dream home and their estate for a wedding celebration, which included the ceremony on Saturday and a Sunday brunch. <laughs> you oh, it's know a two-day event. Yeah, it's a two-day event. You have to have the brunch. Have to, I suppose you do, and if it's in someone else's house, all the better, no washing up. Mm. Now, the problem was that the couple never spoke to anyone on the property about hosting the wedding. Maybe that's, be- maybe that's because they were busy looking at all the cool things the mansion was equipped with, like a bowling alley, a swimming pool with a waterfall, a hot tub, tennis courts, a gazebo, and an 800-foot bar. <laughs> Jesus. What? How much money do these does the owner have? <laughs> I would say more money that you could leave that mansion empty long enough that they could just move in. Yeah, probably. And they clearly, like, they definitely, like, scoped it out and were like, oh, we can just get this for free. It'll be fine. Uh, What are the odds he'll be home this weekend? So it turns out that the current owner, Nathan Finkel, whose late father was an early IHOP restaurant franchisee, okay, that makes sense, was enjoying his morning cup of Nescafe when he looked out the window and saw people setting up for a goddamn wedding on his property. (laughs) Is that a direct quote from Mr. Finkel? (laughs) It's a goddamn wedding on his property. I have people trespassing on my property, Finkel told the 911 dispatcher, and they keep harassing me calling me they say they're having a wedding here and it's God's message I don't know what's going on all I want is for it to stop this man just wants his coffee in the the morning imagine the confusion upon sitting there and looking outside and seeing Florida man and Florida woman just infiltrate your property or like just rock up like and with all of their, like, army of friends and family behind them, just ready to go. Yeah, so Wilson, who's uh, one of the... Courtney Wilson, um, he said that it was God's plan that they married her, okay? Now, right. he, he... When they asked... The paper asked him afterwards, the officers turned up and they told them all to go home. And Wilson, after fighting it for a while, eventually said, okay, right, we will leave my house... I suppose, but I still own this house. Um, He said, I don't want to talk about it, he told the paper. The Roots reached out to God, who noted that he knows the couple in the way that he knows everyone, but added, he doesn't know them like that. (laughs) They reached out to God? No, the joke is that he said God told them to have it there. Ah, I see, And the newspaper is making a gag saying they reached out to God, and he says that he doesn't know them like that. I see. Funny. Hilarious. It's good. It's good. Um, so Finkel told the news outlet he's been trying to sell the property for over $5 million, which might be why the couple believe that the house to be vacant. But he's still living in it while he's trying to sell it. Yes. Right, okay. I've looked up a picture of the mansion, by the way. 
It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Redi- like too much. It's too much. No one person, no twenty people could live there. Yeah, it it'd be a nightmare to heat it. <laughs> that's a very Irish thing. That'd be a nightmare to heat. That, that's a, is that slight bit of a grudgery when you see a big house? It's like yeah, ah, they spend no. a fortune in electricity, though. <laughs> I'm going back to my mobile home. Fucking easy to heat up by. Easy. Light light a fire in the middle of the floor, you'll be grand. (laughs) So he's been trying to sell the property. So Wilson reportedly scoped out the property a few months before planning his wedding. Um, So what he did was he scoped it out and basically was like, yeah, we'll plan it there. Sure, it's empty. They're already selling it. It's got to be empty. And then apparently Wilson told people he was posing as a potential buyer and toured the estate several months ago. So it's just so we know the lie of the land when everyone came round for the wedding. He didn't want to, like, he wanted to be able to give the tour. So he turned up just being like, hmm, that is interesting. I will have to go back to the bank to find my $5 million that I, of course, have, obviously. Um, so I, I'm very I only rich. have $4 million on me today. <laughs> he definitely turned up with a monocle, like, yeah. thinking he was rich. <laughs> it's like he dressed up as the Monopoly man. <laughs> they sent out de- invites detailing their love story, noting how he proposed over pizza on Christmas Eve. The plan was to have the ceremony and then a red carpet cocktail hour at a reception well into the night. The brunch on Sunday would be from noon until four. The guy figured it was a vacant house and didn't realise Nathan still lived on the property in a different home. He lived on the property in a different home. There's another home. There's what? another mansion. There's a secondary mansion. Probably easier to heat. Hmm? Mm, and, and look, we all know that's what you want to look for in a property. Is there a second home that I could perhaps be warm in? <laughs> Do you have a smaller home I could perchance buy? <laughs> the um, What I like about this story, though, um, he does try and style it out, uh, and, and that's fine, but the dude who's sitting inside being like, I don't know what's happening. I want it yeah. to stop. <laughs> he apparently told all of his friends and his family that this was his new house that he had bought and moved into several months ago. And did any of them believe him? I feel they must have if they bought if they all turned up. But surely, like you would. It's how Florida do you explain? Man. Ah, fair. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you explain when like you don't live in that house from now on? And clearly. It's Florida Man is a fine answer to that. Florida Man, they're all just kind of like, well, he wouldn't lie. Like, why would he invite us there if he doesn't own the property? That'd That'd be be ridiculous. Yeah. So that is one Florida Man story about love. Florida Man and Florida Woman decided that they were going to basically invade some man's house and call his mansion their own until their wedding, which didn't work out too well. No, but love needs no explanation, Connor. Mm. Exactly. Um, do you know what else actually needs an explanation? This is our last story, Sean, because I have a batshit insane Florida story that is just so weird that I had to come to you for answers. I don't know and if I'll have them, but I'll try my best. What the shell? Woman struck in head by turtle that crashed through windshield in Florida. <laughs> Has anyone seen an Italian plumber recently? <laughs> Luigi Mystery What's he up to? <laughs> Yeah It's definitely Luigi 
Um, it's not unusual for rocks and other debris to crash through a windshield and injure a, dr- injure a driver or passenger. But Is a turtle. It? I mean, I don't think it's that. I don't like, think. I think, windshe- I think windshields are designed to stop that, if anything. Like, what, what kind of sized rocks are going on in Florida? Yeah. Like, sure. If I, I Look, if a windshield cracks, that's fine. But it shouldn't just, like, perfectly pierce a hole through the glass. No. And um, hit you in the face. A 71-year-old woman riding with her daughter on Florida's interstate suffered a gashed forehead Wednesday when a turtle smashed through the windshield of their car, striking her. The daughter pulled over and got help from another motorist. According to a 911 recording, both were surprised by what they found. There's a turtle in there, the man can be overheard saying. A turtle. An actual turtle, says the daughter back. (laughs) Um, The woman was not seriously hurt. The turtle was likely crossing the interstate and got knocked into the air by another vehicle. (laughs) What the fuck? Why? How? Why? Where did the... Why did the... Why did the turtle cross the road? We don't know. That's the point. So I swear, the the daughter was asked, by the way, and she just said, I swear to God, this lady has the worst look of anything. (laughs) Talking about her mother. (laughs) Well, look, she's she's clearly, uh, if this is your only evidence of her having bad luck, Mm. maybe. But if this is like a, a repeat occurrence, I think turtles have something against her. Is the third time this week she's been struck by a turtle? Yes, yeah, so someone's either messing with her, or the turtles have like got, they they have a, a united front against this one woman. The turtle, on the other hand, had the best look of anything, Sean, as it had only a few scratches on its shell and was released back into the nearby woods with absolutely nothing wrong with it. Did they did they at least put him on the side of the road he was trying to get to? <laughs> Because if they didn't, that's a dick move. That's a dick move, and that's on you, government. It's not something you see every day, said the police officer, who feels like they can't really arrest anyone, can they? <laughs> no, I feel like they called the police in that situation because they thought, well, we should tell someone. <laughs> According to the troopers, a vehicle clipped the turtle, sending it into the air. The turtle then crashed through the windshield of the other car, shattering its windshield and landing on the dashboard. Right, and then they hit the question mark block, so they got the fire flower. I can only assume, yes, then they hit a ramp, and they tried to triple tap at the start of the race, they just got a very slow start, you don't want to come at the first ah, the, the, the first line. blew out, just when the two the was engine, fading out, that's when you hit accelerate. That's when, that's when you come in, yeah, but what <laughs> happened here was this turtle tried to cross the road, he gets clipped by a car into a different car, and this poor old woman somehow has to explain the story of... One time I got absolutely assaulted by a turtle. To be fair, at that age, like, it's, isn't it good to have something new and different happen? <laughs> Not that she'd remember it. No, but like, even, even for the turtle, that's a day out. Like. That's a, it's a big day, and also the turtle completely unharmed. So the minute it got clipped the first time, it must have just gone straight into the shell. And at that stage, it's just a missile going towards something. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm amazed that that turtle is fine. I thought surely it would have got hurt, but that's a testament to how cool turtles are. They are pretty cool. So, Sean, is your thoughts that the turtles are trying to take the old Florida woman out, or is this just the worst piece of luck anyone has ever experienced ever? It's like a weird Mr. Magoo scenario, but in reverse. So, like, everything yeah. conspired to make this woman get hit in the face by a turtle. 
like uh, what are the chances that the car only clips the turtle sending it into the air what is like that has to be a million to one shot that you hit the turtle bang on the moment that it'll take off yeah and like turtles can live to be a hundred or so so like that's presumably a young turtle if it's small enough to be flung into the air that's going to be a, like a story for the turtle grandchildren, surely. Why is your obsession with stories? I just think it's a nice thing to experience. It's not a nice thing to experience. <laughs> I wouldn't say like, nice. No, but like neither was. Uh, <laughs> you know Whatever what? you say here is going to be mad. <laughs> Go on. Neither was. Neither was uh, COVID. The Hindenburg. The Hindenburg. (laughs) Hindenburg's a fascinating story, but it's terrible to experience. Yeah. and Now, not that we're on a day job, but what do you know about the Hindenburg? Oh, fucking. Do you know how liquid hydrogen can get? (laughs) It's the same as lies. I know myself. That's true. It just fucking vanishes. Uh, 36 (laughs) people died in the Hindenburg, I think. Oh. We are joking about something we shouldn't be. No, I don't know how many. If anyone's relations died in the Hindenburg, I am sorry. Too soon? Too soon? I don't know. Uh, hydrogen? What other jokes did we have this episode? Uh, nitrogen? No, we didn't. I, no, I can never didn't. remember. I People are always at the end of every episode like sending in references for shit we said. And I'm like... Did we say that? <laughs> Is that a joke? It's not a joke. It's, we just talked about Schrodinger. I don't fucking know. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for this week's weird news. I think that's about it. I will take us out, Connor. I'm not asking Please. for permission anymore. I'm just doing it. No. Okay, that's a bit rough, but go on. <laughs> um, so thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thanks goes out to patrons over on Patreon. Shout-outs to Waffles Loves You and says, Protect trans youths. LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights. Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, JoeRateMyHemsworth.com. Click Red, click Luke, Refresh Repeat, Never Give Up, Hickok Didn't Bernie. Raymond, just a small town girl living in a lonely world, Ging. Roisin, founder and CEO of Crumb de Lard, a luxurious bubble bath and moisturiser designed to relax even the most stressed out pastry. Whether you're a croissant, donut or even a pecan plat, we have something for you, Hallie. Ryan that's, Sater- a, that's a last week joke. <laughs> that's a, that's, yeah, and we, I remember it now, but at the time I was confused. <laughs> uh, Ryan Satron Paint Evanson, Sean Bone Jamieson, Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Maureen has the fry on Helm Roos, and Lil Dick me little Lil Dicky oh, no. Jackman stubs his toe and yells cunt McGrew. <laughs> I was so focused on getting the word cunt perfect. <laughs> you wanna enunciate every single syllable. Every syllable of that one syllable word. Yeah, you wanna go hard at. Uh, but yeah thank you everyone who supports us over there um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier review um, will have just gone up uh, around the same time as this episode um, so do check that out over on the Patreon um, you can also uh, look at the merch store get some t-shirts or hoodies or anything like that follow us on Twitter at Heroes for Hire Pod the 4 is the number 4 Facebook is Detective Divilman's Discussion Group and Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast but the most important thing is just tell one human being that we exist just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. 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 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.